This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello again, listeners, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 541-773-9567, or you can always visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on the website, please click on the radio page. You'll be able to check out all the past shows with great topics that we've discussed on this fine program. Now, listeners, many of my clients list Social Security as their number one concern when we sit down to discuss their financial strategy and retirement goals. I mean, after all, Social Security can be a very large part of retirement for many people, regardless of how well we've saved and invested. And as we get into our conversation, a number of my clients are genuinely surprised to hear that I tell them that there are some very um, you know, simple steps that they can take to increase their monthly Social Security payments. And so on today's show, we're going to highlight some of those simple steps that you can take. Uh, but before I do, let me bring in my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, to help us with this conversation today. All right. Well, thank you, Nick. Great to see you again today. Good to be here with you. And I love doing the show with you each week. You know that. Um, We always have a good time. Now, last week, uh, last weekend, my son got married. So I've been a busy boy. That was a huge celebration. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Our son, Adam, married uh, Bree, Bree McBride. And oh, she's the the greatest gal, uh, the best uh, daughter-in-law you could hope for, and we're excited. My wife and I, nice. Sarah, are excited. So that's been keeping me busy, but how about you, Nick? What's going on over there? Uh, well, I'm a few years off on uh, on that part of my life. Uh, my, my, my <laughs> You're boys a young are, uh, pup, yes. Yeah. <laughs> my, my boys are 12 and, f- and 14, <clears throat> but my oldest is uh, getting ready to start driving. That's kind of scary, you know? So that's oh, the, yeah, That's the big that. thing that's happening this spring here in the Rogue Valley. So uh, <laughs> listeners, please be careful if you're on the road. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> now, at, at uh, Jones, uh, Premier Financial Solutions there, Jones & Associates, things have been going really well, uh, but you've been really busy, haven't you? I sure have. Yes, this is uh, this has been a great start to the year in 2022 and um, continuing to grow, and uh, th- things have just been really good for our firm. That's awesome. Uh, I know it has, and I know that uh, you and Hersel and everybody on the team there, uh, you keep so busy and uh, taking care of folks, taking care of your clients. And I know you love hearing from our listeners and having them call in and ask about uh, different topics if they have questions about things we've talked about, or maybe they don't have a, a retirement income plan in place or a retirement plan or a financial investment plan. I think that's uh that's good for them to do. So uh, let's talk about t- today's show. What are we talking about here? A little bit more information on Social Security. And, you know, for, for a lot of people, um, you know, retirement planning, like you asked about and talked about, Tony, um, can be different, right? I mean, everybody has different goals and timing of retirement and when they need those payments sure. to come from Social Security. So um, I think it'll be good to to discuss ways that they can increase those payments, um, you know, uh in very in a very couple simple steps. 
Awesome. I think that's great. And, you know, uh, like a lot of people that uh, are creeping ever closer to retirement, uh, my ears always perk up when I come across a news story about Social Security. And, uh, you know, it, it is possible to increase your Social Security payments. That's interesting that you say that because I think a lot of stories I come across are pretty doom and gloom when it comes to Social Security. Well, they for sure can be, but they don't have to be, um, Tony. And and the reason for that is there's just lots of different topics with Social Security that that uh, can highlight um, benefits and good things. And so, for instance, you know your your Social Security payment is determined by your earnings history and how old you are when you sign up for it. And you may be able to increase your monthly payment by just waiting until you're a little older to begin collecting and. You know, continuing to work even after you've retired from your previous career and negotiating some pay raises throughout your working years are also a couple of key ways to enjoy a, a larger Social Security payment in the end. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the key right there is, uh, you know, we, we want to increase those payments and the fact that you can do that, uh, that's really important. And, you know, like, like so many other things in our lives, maximizing our Social Security payment comes down to timing, uh, right? It, it, it sure does, Tony. Yes. And so, you know, the length of your career also matters a great deal uh, for your eventual payment. And it's crucial to work at least 35 years because Social Security's benefit is calculated using your highest 35 earning years. And so if you don't work at least 35 years, your non-working years are calculated as zero, which drives your payment down drastically. And at the same time, if you work more than 35 years, a higher earning year will cancel out a lower earning year when you when we calculate your benefits, okay? So again, uh, plan to work at least 35 years. If your career is longer than that, then focus on bumping up your, your yearly salary as much as you can along the way to take out those lower end years. Okay, that sounds very helpful. And it's good to know how that's done and how it's calculated. And you've mentioned before uh, focusing on increasing your salary as much as you can. And you mentioned that again. Uh, but there's a ceiling there, right? As far as uh, how much you can raise that Social Security level by increasing your salary? That is exactly right. And it is adjusted every year. Um, and so while pushing your yearly income as high as you can is always a good idea, when it comes to Social Security, there is a max on the earnings that are subject to the Social Security tax um, and thus used to calculate um, your retirement benefit. Now, th that amount is adjusted annually for inflation. And so, for instance, this year in 2022, um, earnings up to about 147000 are used to calculate your eventual payment. So anything north of 147000 isn't taxed by Social Security, and therefore, they don't factor that into your monthly payment during retirement. Oh, oh, they don't. Okay. Um, interesting. Um, that's, that's good, I guess. So uh, in a way, you, you have to understand that again. Now, um, Social Security, uh, the full retirement age is important as well, right? Very, very important for sure. And, you know, while it's true that you can begin collecting your Social Security as early as the age of 62, um, I urge the people that I work with to think very carefully before enrolling at that age because it will mean a smaller monthly payment and your benefit will really never go up from there, um, at least beyond the inflationary adjustments, which are pretty minimal from, from Social Security. And, you know, currently we've talked about this on the show before, but 
Uh, full retirement age for most people and baby boomers um, in this category is somewhere between the ages of 66 and 67. And so it's just a huge reduction in your benefit if you start pulling early. Now, for some people, though, Tony, they, they will want to draw early. And um, we talk we talk often about that as well. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's important to understand these ages, too. So what's the latest somebody can actually file for Social Security? So that that uh, magic age is 70. OK. And so your monthly payment will continue to grow by about 8 percent a year after your full retirement age. So after that 66 or 67 mark up until you turn 70. And after you've hit that birthday, there's no longer a financial benefit to wait to file because you won't get any other increases. Okay, so let's just use some real numbers here to kind of illustrate this this important point. Um, let's say you're eligible for a benefit of $1,000 a month when you're 67. Uh, by waiting until 70 to file, your monthly benefit would rise to uh, $1,240. And that higher amount is permanent for the rest of your life and also raises, uh, it goes up, I should say, um, with inflation. And so on the surface, an additional $240 a month may not seem like a ton of money, but for a lot of seniors, that $240 can probably cover a very nice percentage of their monthly grocery bill, for instance. Yeah, yeah, I, I imagine it would. And you noted at the top of the show that uh, Social Security is critical for a lot of retirees, obviously. And because of that importance, understanding when to enroll, it's so important, but it sounds like it can be a little nerve wracking figuring out the just right time for your own personal situation, right? Well, it definitely can be very uh, confusing. And um, many clients that come in are somewhat intimidated by Social Security and, and making that decision. And so I just really urge them, if you're close to the age or thinking about you know, the time that you're going to start drawing, you definitely want to sit down and talk to somebody about that. Um, Tony, we have talked a few times in the past about a proprietary software that we use. It's called a Social Security Maximization Report. And we use this for every one of our new clients that comes in to help them determine the best time scenario for them to start drawing Social Security. Hmm. Wow. Well, and that's good. And I know that Social Security Maximization Report that you run for people is so important and you put in there some personal information and it'll show them where that sweet spot is, but also uh, take into account spousal strategies and things like that. Um, why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of that Social Security Maximization Report before we take a quick break here? Sure, Tony. So we, we do have uh, information on that report right on our website, okay, at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And uh, listeners, you can always just request uh, to have a, a quick phone call to discuss that report and get it to be customized for you if you'd like. Uh, you can also just give us a call, right, at 541-773-9567. We are here to help you in, in any way we can. And Social Security is obviously a big one for our client base. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back to talk more about how you can increase your Social Security payments here on Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. A 401k can be an important asset for many Americans' retirements. Its tax advantages and portability may enable workers to build sizable and important nest eggs. But its flexibility can also be costly if you aren't aware of potential mistakes. Feel free to request your guide to avoid 401k rollover mistakes today at our website, jonesfinancialtalk.com. Once again, that's jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions as a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. Listeners, if you like what you hear on our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or you can always visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on the website, please subscribe to our show on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And our radio page will also provide you with all of the previous shows and, uh, in my opinion, uh, great content of topics that you would want to consider. Now, during our episode today, we've been examining some of the ways that you might be able to boost your Social Security payment in retirement. And I think we've had a great conversation so far but, um, you know, we have lots, lots more info to touch on and uh, just want to bring my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, back on first. All right. Well, thanks, Nick. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, we've been talking a lot about uh, some of the ways people out there can increase those Social Security payments. And obviously, Social Security is such a critical component uh, of a well-rounded retirement and financial strategy for most Americans. It, it, it sure is. It sure is. And so, you know, moving right along to kind of the next point, um, you know, is 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 emphasizing on claiming spousal payments. And this is something that we've touched briefly on in the first segment. And so, Tony, if, if you're married, you can take some simple steps to better ensure that you maximize your Social Security payments as a couple. OK, and so spouses may receive payments based on their own work record or as much as 50 percent of the higher earning spouse's record. And in this case, the lower earning spouse must sign up for spousal payments at their full retirement age to receive that 50% spousal payment. And the, the percentage of those spousal payments shrinks drastically for those who begin benefits prior to their full retirement age. And so um, th- an interesting point here uh, is that if, if you were married for a minimum of 10 years to someone, you may be able to claim Social Security based on an ex-spouse's work history. And Tony, think about this. Um, we, th- this is a, a very interesting and often debated topic about Social Security because divorce, unfortunately, is a real, real thing in our country. And so if you were married for 10 years, four times, let's say, let's say at the ages of 20, 30, 40, and then 50 to four different people, those four people could possibly claim Social Security from your own work history. Really? Wow. So, so kind of an interesting point, right? One one earner in our country could actually have four people pulling a spousal benefit off of them. Wow. So, and I think that's also one that a lot of people don't know much about, Nick. I mean, especially as it pertains to an ex-spouse, like you say, but talk about something that could really make a big difference for a lot of people, right? And this is this is hit home very closely with a couple of our clients because, you know, if if you were not the breadwinner, let's say, for the years that you were married, uh, but you're, you, you remarried, um, you often have an opportunity to pull a better benefit using your ex-spouse's benefit than your own. So it's definitely um, something that that we talk about with our clients. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, Tony, the next piece of advice that I would give to our listeners is to make sure that you're including your family on the Social Security calculations. And so if you qualify for either Social Security retirement or disability and you have dependent children, 
that are younger than 19. Uh, and these are going to include biological children, stepchildren, or adopted children. You may be able to secure a monthly social security payment for them, okay, that are worth up to half of your full um, retirement benefit up to certain limits. And uh, generally, qualifying children must be younger than 18 and unmarried, um, or they have to be full-time high school students that are not older than 19 or severely disabled um, prior to the age of 22. And additionally, a spouse who is caring for a dependent child of yours uh, younger than the age of 16 may also qualify for additional payments. Okay, so the point here is that once again, there, there's a limit on how much family members can receive. Uh, typically, that's about 150 to 180 percent of the parent's full benefit amount. But the point is, there are so many different reasons why you could use Social Security system to get a little bit more money in your pocket. You really need to think through all of the details or talk to somebody that knows those details so that you're not missing out on, on your fair share. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nobody likes to think about not being around to care for the people they love, right, Nick? I mean, exactly. And knowing that Social Security will be there, at least financially, it can hopefully provide some degree of comfort. Exactly. And that's exactly what it's set up for. And so, you know, uh, another way, Tony, that we talk to our clients about maxing out their monthly benefit is to be careful uh, about making too much money during retirement. Okay. And so if you enroll in Social Security before your full retirement age, so typically between the ages of 66 and 67, um, and you keep working, part of your benefit may be temporarily withheld. Okay. Um, and depending on how much money you make. And so um, if you uh, are collecting Social Security before your full retirement age and you make more than about $20,000 this year in 2022, um, you're going to see about a dollar withheld for every $2 that you make beyond that limit. Okay. And so the year that the person uh, that's pulling Social Security turns full retirement age, they have a cap at about 52000 that they can make. Hmm. And um, if they don't, then once again, their benefit is going to be withheld temporarily. Now, uh, interesting point here is once you've reached your full retirement age, you can work as much as you want and receive Social Security payments at the same time without any penalty from Social Security uh, for reducing your own payment. And... Um, you know, that also could help you in recalculating um, you to give you credit for any payments that were withheld previously, uh, as well as your con your continued earnings income to maybe offset or, or benefit you more if you're making more at that point. So what about Social Security taxes? Now, this is a huge topic, Tony, that we talk to our clients about for sure, because, you know, you may have to pay taxes on part of your Social Security income during retirement. And so minimizing how much you pay is definitely important when it comes to maximizing that monthly payment. Um, and currently here in the state of Oregon, um, the state does not charge taxes on your Social Security benefit, but federally they do. And so if your adjusted gross income federally um, and non-tax added to non-taxable interest and half of your Social Security benefit is more than $25,000 for individuals or $32,000 for couples, um, about half of your benefit could be taxable. And if you make more than that, okay, so say you make 44000 for couples or 34000 for an individual, the income taxes that you may be required to pay federally um, could amount to about 85% of your monthly benefit. And so 
um, let me say this a little differently. You could be taxed on up to 85% of your benefit federally if you make too much. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's good to know. Um, obviously, a lot of people don't realize even that their Social Security can be taxed in the first place. And uh, so that's good to understand that. And I think if anyone listening today was waiting for yet another good reason to work with a financial services professional like yourself, Nick, you just gave them another one because it's so important to have help with this because you can get in the weeds and they're constantly changing the you know the way it works they're constantly moving the goalposts for social security and taxes it changes almost yearly at this point they're making changes to these things so working with somebody who stays on top of it is huge you, you are exactly right i mean education is key um, and that's what we tell our clients and we try to preach to our clients because it's an ever-changing and evolving world um you know with with everything when it comes to retirement and you know um Tony, the, the next potentially powerful step is to maximize survivor benefits. And so when a spouse dies, the other spouse may be eligible for survivor benefits. And more specifically, the surviving spouse may inherit the deceased spouse's Social Security payment if it's greater than their own current benefit. So, for example, if a husband receives, let's say, $2,000 a month from their Social Security payment, and uh, his wife receives $1,500 each month, she may qualify to receive the $2,000 a month after her husband's death. And per perhaps the, the simplest way to boost uh, the amount of your spouse, uh, spouse's income that they're going to receive in the event of your death is to avoid filing for Social Security until you've turned the age of 70, because that's the max age for the max benefit. Well, and again, nobody likes to think about their own death or anyone's death, but at the same time, I think just about anyone out there would take comfort in the idea that they may be able to take some steps to make sure their spouse has a larger monthly benefit after they've passed, right? Well, exactly. And, you know, another thing that we talk with our clients a lot about, Tony, is uh, while they're still working is that they should um, make sure that all of the work that they do counts for Social Security. And there's a very easy way to do this. It's it's simply just to go on to uh, SSA.gov, which is uh, Social Security's website, create an account on the administration's website using your name and Social Security number and then downloading your complete earnings history. And we urge our, our listeners and our clients to really dig into uh, those numbers to make sure that both their earnings history and their social security taxes that they've paid on are accurate. And so you can use your old W-2s, tax returns, and pay stubs to compare the numbers. And remember that your social security benefit is calculated using your earnings history. Okay, so it's extremely important and essential, really, uh, to make sure that the history is accurate because that's exactly what's going to determine what your payout's going to be. Wow. Okay. So, uh, you know, I think it's great info, but you know what? Let's take a second here to let our listeners know if they have questions or want to get a financial plan in place, how can they get a hold of you, Nick? Sure. Thank you, Tony. Uh, listeners, you can always just go onto our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Or simply reach out to us here locally uh, by phone at 541-773-9567. We are here in the Rogue Valley to help you, and please take us up on those offers. 
All right. Well, we're going to keep rolling here, and it's been a great show. We've been looking at some of the ways that you can increase your Social Security payment. Hopefully, our conversation today is going to make people feel a little bit better about their own Social Security. So uh, what do you have for us next? Sure, Tony. So one last topic about Social Security before we move on that I was thinking that we should talk about on the show is, you know, early retirement with many of my clients has been become a very, very uh, real uh, thing in, 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 in reality. And part of it was due to the COVID pandemic, right? Sure. Um, and, and many people, I mean, I, I, I have been shocked how many people have walked in our office in the last, um, in the last two years, somewhere between the ages of say 55 and, and, and 62, trying to figure out ways that they're going to be able to retire early. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the reason why I mentioned this listeners is because the the answer to when to start drawing social security is not always just as simple as thinking to wait to an age because if if you're at the age of 62 and you've saved a lot for retirement and you want to retire early in some cases it does make sense to start drawing early okay and and that foregoing that income for the 3 or 4 years that you wait if you're no longer working can often have a very detrimental effect on your annual income and also the nest egg that you've saved. And so um, I just wanted to bring that up because lots of people, depending on their specific situation, may want to start those payments even earlier than, than we've talked about already on the show, Tony. Every couple of months you wait, it's a different amount, right? Well, well, and, and that's exactly uh, correct, Tony. And so Social Security is a, is a pension that comes from the government that's guaranteed. And 90% of the population that's retired get social security. So this is, even though people feel like this is something that could go away someday, it won't. Okay. There's just so many people that use social security uh, in our, um, in in our country that uh, it might be reduced, but it's not going to go away. And so the point I'm trying to make is, would you rather use that $12,000 a year for five years or $60,000 from the government's pocket or from your own? Because, If you you don't take it from the government's pocket, then now you've got, right, you've got a situation where you have to take $60,000 out of your own savings. And in some situations, one of um, my kind of thoroughbred thoughts about financial planning um, is once you stop working, cash is king. Yeah, that's true. The the money that you have earned is basically all of the money you're going to have. And so yeah. we, we it's important to think through that, right? Yeah, and think about is. when you should draw. So that's just one point to illustrate that we were talking yeah, about that. It is. Well, we're out of time for today's show. It flew by. Let our listeners know one more time how they can get that Social Security Maximization Report. Sure thing. Anytime, listeners, just go to jonesfinancialtalk.com or feel free to reach out to us at 541-773-9567. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.